Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number 48. Yeah, 48. Yes, <laughs> I was sir. trying to, I was stuck there for a second. I was like, hold on. The first 48. Yeah. Um, my name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. And this is two guys, two mics, two pints. And we're here to talk some football again. What's up, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, you know, wrapping up the season. Uh, enjoying the games, although most most conclusions are already, uh, you know, have come to light. We know uh, what's happening. Really, I think all eyes are on La Liga, and that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I said it last week. It's like it's butt-clenching season yeah. where you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Atleti has a history for bottling, but mm-hmm. they have a relatively easy game on paper with Valladolid. Right. Real Madrid have a pretty tough one with a Villarreal. And uh, shit, I don't know. With the with the way both teams have played over the last, I don't know, two months, it's just hard to say. Oh, it's super hard. Like somebody's gonna make a mistake and somebody's not, and whoever makes that mistake is gonna be killing themselves. And whoever you know steps up to the plate is gonna be uh, enjoying the champagne. We'll see who it is. Oh, bring me the champagne! As uh, the great Haaland <laughs> was quoted saying. Um, <laughs> Hey, yeah. man, at City, we have plenty of champagne. We enjoy it every year. <laughs> Come to City. Yeah. They have some pretty cool bottles for the for the uh, Carabao, too. Oh, I know. Yeah, they're they're uh, layered with, like, a cool little wrapping and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. Uh, speaking of champagne, I have to I have to put this little snippet on because, uh, you know, it, it is it is City-related, but, you know, it's one of my favorites, and uh, I'd be remiss to not play it. Right, right. So tonight, we will drink... <laughs> Five, seven bottles of champagne and we'll get drunk. Yes, <laughs> and that's uh, the famous Pab Zab, Pablo Savaleta, city <laughs> legend, honorary mank. Yeah, man. Um, well, City's got it wrapped up. Yeah. they've But City's been kind of shitty the last yeah. few weeks. Oh, man. Uh, losses all over the place. Yeah. And, uh, man, well, we're all over the place right now. So um, sticking with, uh, before we talk about Premier League and... The finishings of that because there's still some implications on the games. Um, sticking with uh, La Liga, uh, this weekend uh, it was man because they played all the games Sunday as yeah, well at the same time. Yeah, I'm just refreshing the ESPN app because they only uh, televised one game, the the Real Madrid game and the other ones were like they would comment on right, Atletico right. versus Osasuna. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, it, man. Like I said, butt clenching season, dude. And uh, Barcelona, man, they they. Were officially eliminated from the title race. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really took them serious, but they they had a really good resurgence um, starting twenty twenty one. What what was the record? Like seventeen games won or something like that. Yeah, they had a nice little patch of form, but you know, granted, some of the games were barely won as well, so it was kind of a fluke, maybe. But it was all messy magic too. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, the guy's gonna get the pichichi and leading in assists. I mean, it was a one man army, you could say. Yeah, totally. And it wasn't Coleman. And Coleman wasn't the, the one-man army. Yeah, um, yeah, too bad there's not enough syllables in Lionel Messi to do the uh, Seven Nation Army Oh, I know, chant. right? But, um, yeah, uh, I think despite uh, Messi's efforts and carry job, really, uh, Barcelona just, they're not the team that, that we know them for, which we've commented a lot, a lot this whole season. It's kind of beaten down to death, but it, it bears mentioning, uh, especially when they're eliminated uh, by uh, 
who was it? Oh, Celta Vigo. Yeah. I guess there's no shame to. They've the given uh, team. the yeah. other teams battles. And uh, Atletico, that one was the one where they were down 1-0 in the 70th minute or so. It's 75th or so. And uh, fuck, man. Luis Suarez in the end, man. He makes it happen. Yeah, he's so good. You but know, fuck. He's responsible for the most points uh, accumulated for their team this season. Tied with Enizidi. Yeah. Uh, who happens to be probably on someone's team of the season. Has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the problem is he has to compete with Messi, Suarez, and Benzema, who are also standard just year in, year out playing at a top level. Yeah. But I would throw him in there. Um, you know, even... <laughs> he deserves a shot for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Certainly. I would even put, uh, you know, Messi as a cam to, to accommodate for that front three of sure. Naziri, Benzema, sure. and Suarez. Um, um, you know, but yeah, man, a uh, great season from him. I, I've never really said this out loud, but um, it's it's a FIFA thing to say cam because they're oh, attacking mid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's always kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. giving it's, me a little bit a little of a... Things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying. No, oh, it's but like anyway. it's like that where people say uh, goalkeeper or what's the no a goalie. You know, like oh. some people are like, oh, it's it's keeper, bro. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, yeah, it's. I, I say perfect. I say goalie, but that's I think that's a U.S. thing. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, where were we? Oh yeah, um, Atleti man. In the dying minutes of the game, they just made it happen. Yeah. That's it's been crazy. that's been their season with with Suarez though, so. Barca looks really bad. Oh, letting go Suarez yeah. like that, and he's Stupid. making it happen for Atleti. Stupid decision, man. The very next season, and um, I know, it, I know, it, it was a money thing for Barcelona for sure. Yeah, but oh, with him on the well, team, they're, they're paying his wages, by the way, or part of his wages. Yeah, by the way, so yeah, they they look really bad, and uh, they're gonna put a bandaid on that. Wound with Aguero next season, um, it's pretty much all but confirmed. Yeah, I think it will. I think it's almost a hundred percent going to happen. Now the question is, will Messi stay and join them? I'm inclined to say yes, but I've been hearing reports of like different stuff, like that they they won't be able to afford both, and and apparently he's going to be making like five mil a year, which is crazy. Five mil a year for Aguero? a player. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a lot of the fan base was like. You know, wow, like five mil for a guy who can barely get into city right now, not only for health reasons, but form. Uh, damn, I, it's just a head scratcher for me. I think if you get Aguero, it's a two year deal there. They're planning on getting him for you get him for you have to pay cheap for him. So I for Aguero to live up to the hype or not even the hype, just I don't know, the price or fucking anything, really, what would he have to accomplish? 10 goals, 12 goals. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, stats are one thing because Aguero on his day, he's he's a factor. And I have to say this. I know I was shitting on him last week and the week before <laughs> here and there. But I think when he's on, on his day and on his form, he can easily score three goals, two goals again. You know, he just has that capability. But that's not that hasn't been him for a while now. The key is, can he be even available? And if he can, then I think it's a good purchase. If mm-hmm. he can't, which has been the case for the past year, even two. Um yeah, then that's that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, I think he will do he will do well in Barca though. I think it's a better environment for him. Uh, yeah, Spanish speaking, more sun, great culture. Yeah, yeah, uh, climate I should say. Um, that that too. Yeah, and cuisine even. Does he fit? Because uh, well, they they're pretty much confirming that Kuman's out. Um, 
How sick would it be for Barca to go for Pellegrini? <laughs> Reunite with Aguero? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, Barcelona have an identity, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as their ethos goes for playing football. Um, I'm not sure if Pellegrini fits the mold. I think he fits it a little better than Coleman, though. I, I was It was really hard to tell what Coleman was trying to do, in truth. Co- well, yeah, Coleman, I don't think, is the tactical genius that he thinks he is. Yeah. He brought he, his subs, especially late in the season. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but everyone was mostly healthy for a good part of the season. I mean, Dembele played probably his most out of, is it three or four years at Barcelona now? Yeah. He's played the most, I think, that he has. He's been available. Yeah. Um, their their biggest loss, I think, was Ansu Fati. And uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. And, you know, there's people that had niggles here and there. But for the most part, they didn't have like an injury crisis like Liverpool or Madrid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. A lot of Barca fans were upset, though, with the lack of play for uh, Ricky Puig, which I don't. I don't really understand, but I guess it's just something to be mad at. But Ricky Puig, to me, hasn't shown me that he deserves to even be played. You know, but Barca fans, you know, as they do with most Academy products, they really try to push him in and try to make him out to be something they're, that they're not always, you know. I do like Pedri. They fall in love with the fact that, that they came from the Academy, so he must be good. Yeah. Um, I'm of the opinion that they don't really know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, they're they're 16, 17, 18 years old, and like, oh, no, he's good. Um, I mean, you can see when someone has good instinct and stuff, like Pedri, who's not even yeah. an academy product. Um, but they they found over, uh, is it Pooch or Fooch or? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Yeah, I mean, I, I call him Puig, but it's it's, it's Pooch probably. Mm, I, I don't no, know. There's, there's another player, though, like Pooch or some shit like that. Mm. Um, Puig, uh, e, uh, Elisha Moriba. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think he's all that great. And uh, I, I know Con- there's a... Conrad De La Fuente, too. Uh, oh, Although oh, he's... He, oh, he, right yeah, now, yeah, he, yeah, he's been right. on and off. He's but. been... He's like a um, a two-way player in the NBA, though. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, like a... Min- uh, a there's another contract. player, though, that, that everyone's uh, in love with. That's yeah. from... He's good. He's good. He's just not what people try to make him out to be. Yeah. But anyway... Um, yeah, they have a lot of holes to fill. And... Uh, Whatever manager they end up getting, uh, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know if uh, title aspirations are something that they should look forward to. But um, we'll have our guy uh, Lawrence Irvitz give his uh, his full opinion because he's the biggest Barca fan that we know that that actually has an input on it. Um, but anyway, um, it's a two way battle this weekend uh, for uh, Madrid and Atletico. Yep. Um, Real Madrid is down two points. Uh, they're playing against uh, Villarreal, who's in the Europa League final. No slouches. They're quite a ways off on the table, though. And uh, you got to figure that Villarreal is going to uh, prioritize to prioritize their their health and players for it. And not to say that they don't want to play spoiler, but um, <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Yeah, and, and as you mentioned off the record, we were talking about it. Uh, you know, Valladolid has re- a relegation to fear. Yeah. So that you got to think they're going to show up. They're going to give it their all. So I think, uh, you know, Ma- uh, Real Madrid does have, you know, the cards in their favor slightly. But, you know, it's football at the end of the day. And if you go with your with your brain, Atleti should win that. 
and yeah, and Matt Romadrich should win as well. But points in the math, Lo- logically, and, yeah. And um, for everything that's happened, man, I'm not too torn if we don't win it. Like, I, obviously, I want to, and I'm gonna be fucking on pins and needles. Yeah, when you're that close, you want. To yeah, win. yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm not gonna be upset, you know, if we don't get it. I know there's games where we dropped points where we should have gotten. We lost, you know, to, for example, Alaves. Um, we got kind of cheated out against Sevilla. You know, that's football, man. I'm not going to I'm not gonna attribute it to that. And, you know, I, I think we put up a decent uh, title defense this season, uh, regardless of what happens, just due to the injuries. Even Cross is not available for COVID. Right, yeah. You know? Crazy, yeah. So it's, it just keeps piling on, you know. Um, it sucks, but I can't be too too hard on them. Yeah, I mean the yeah the odds have been against them in a lot of respects. Yeah, uh, injury count uh, is is higher than the goal count. That should tell you everything. Yeah, you know. And I wonder, like, if I mean I've heard reports now that Zidane may not be staying. Wow, Chris Wood. I know. Yeah, I thought he for sure was. We're watching that. Burnley at uh, hosting Liverpool, by the way. Yeah, I was played a little earlier today, but I wonder what's going to happen there with the with Zidane. Is he going to stay? I mean, I've heard rumors of of other coaches possibly joining. Yeah, there's a rumor that Allegri, Allegri met with a, uh, with the Real Madrid's board. Um, so it's it's up in the air right now, and uh, I would love for Zidane to stay, but. I figure that he either has national team aspirations or uh, just a different, uh, uh, you know, a change of scenery maybe. Because yeah. that Madrid job is so much stress. Oh, yeah. It's uh, probably the most stressful. It's a thankless job for sure. To be in a big team like that, all the, if you don't get all three points every time, they're shitting on you. If you don't get a title every time, they're shitting on you. You can't win. Yeah. You can't win. And... Um, yeah, man, uh, it's just it's crazy how close it is. But there's a couple of leagues like that. Uh, well, that one and and the French league, most notably. Yeah. Um, they're 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 playing to the final day too, right? Yeah, final day. I think uh, Lille drew. Yeah. Which was still okay, but you know, a win would have sealed it for them. They drew, and then PSG won. So, uh, Lille has to win their next game, and you know, PSG will have to win their next game too to even be in consideration. So it's really Lille's league to lose at this point. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, man. A lot of things could happen. Yeah, Hazard said that it would be more significant if they won it today than when he was with them and they won it uh, back yeah. in, I think, 2011, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And uh, that, that's simply because PSG didn't have the... The powerhouse they are now. Yeah, um, which is valid. I think that's a valid uh, argument to have. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Moving on from the from uh, La Liga's uh, crazy battle, uh, FA Cup, man. FA Cup final was played on Saturday. Right. Uh, between Leicester and and uh, Chelsea, and the underdog won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, Is it, are they underdog though? Because they're above them and on the table. That's what I was going to allude to. I think historically they're underdogs, but today. And this begs the bigger question, are, are Leicester a top six side now? 
like like guaranteed because the the general top six was a different list before as opposed to what it is now well it used to be a top four a big well, four. yeah top four but you know yeah top six was always going to be you know uh united city chelsea liverpool everton tottenham or you could even exclude city and, and take it back you know and, and and you know all these different teams so now i feel like yeah leicester has broken into that threshold and permanently held that ever since they won the league you know they fall in a little bit here and there but you know here and there they're in europe and now they won some more silverware yeah um i mean i've been saying it for a little while now they, they've turned the big six into the big seven yeah if you want yeah, uh, they, they're so good at recruiting and finding talent and selling well they've if you think about it losing mares conte uh mcguire um drink water even drink water all Oh, and Albrighton's still there. I'm yeah, checking. yeah, yeah. He's there. Um, I know there's other players that I'm, I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah, Chilwell. Uh, you, you lose those players who are all top players in their respective teams, and they're still doing really well. They've been in the top four for most of the season this year. I mean, it's hard to to shit on them, right? Yeah. To, to not identify them as a, as a powerhouse. And... Um, they're they're always a tough battle, and I think I think they're here to stay. Yeah, <laughs> and they have so. good ownership on top of everything. Yeah, ownership that you know they they know what they're doing. Not only do they have the funds, but they have uh, you know good uh, knowledge with the chairs and and who they do the scouting department, as you mentioned. Yeah, I can equate them to the Sevilla of La Liga. Pretty much, yeah, and I think um, it's not too far for them to you know maybe I don't think the Champions League is a realistic trophy for them yet, but at least Europa, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't. They just don't have the the quality uh, individually to to win Champions League. Yeah. I think Champions League, you you need a certain amount of talent and, depth and superstars. Too. Yeah, uh, but they're a pretty deep team though. They've had Relatively, some. Relatively, yeah. They, they've had some uh, some losses over over the years. I mean, over the season, and uh, they managed to stay up top. Vardy was out for a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot uh, of injuries. You know, Nacho filled in. Madison is on Just, and off. Justin Harvey James, Barnes. yeah. So yeah, yeah, James Madison was out for periods uh, throughout the season. Yeah, he hasn't been able to stay fully healthy. Um, so yeah, as long as they they keep scouting the way they do and uh, being able to sell decent talent and fill it fill those gaps, I think they're going to be able to stay. And uh, over the last five seasons, they've they've just stayed a pain in the ass. Totally, yeah. No, I agree, man. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see them uh, win silverware, you know, over Chelsea, who played a, a, a good game. And honestly, the game probably should have been a draw. It was a shit-ass game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, you know, like Chelsea probably deserved a goal out of the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but maybe they were better, but... Not uh, by much, but... That yeah, Telemann's goal, fucking hell. Oh, well, yeah, that's... Man, that's one of the best goals Was it I've a handball? Handball, uh, not for me, not for me. I won't. I, I don't think so. I mean, when you see a goal like that, you just that that's rubbish for me. I mean, yeah, kind of like a Cavani goal where you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> that one's another one too. That's another questionable one. But um, you know, no, I mean that was a brilliant strike. Fuck, I mean, you could have played strike. How far out was he? Like thirty yards? Yeah. Maybe even farther, and you know, some Chelsea fans were like, "Oh, Kepa." I mean, sorry, uh, Mendy would have blocked it. I don't think anybody's blocking that, dude. That's a. I think there's a stat out there that out of uh, out of all the Premier League teams, 
Kepa has allowed the most goals outside the box. <laughs> but those, I mean that that shot, man. Who's blocking that? Yeah, I don't think anybody. Nah, that's that's a <laughs> tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, you know that one kind of catches you by surprise, and you have to be perfectly placed. It was just going to the top corner all day. What yeah. a strike, man! Well hit, yeah, very well hit. And Thielemans is having a really good season as well. Probably his best season ever for Leicester, and probably in his career. Well, growing as a player too. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see someone spring up for him. Um, he he's a he's a good box to box sort yeah. of midfielder. He can do all, pretty much everything. Pass yeah. the ball well, good ball retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Technique is is pretty decent too, like his footwork. Yeah. And obviously he's got a, a boot. Um, yep. So, what does this mean for for Chelsea though? To uh, lose a, you know they they weren't really predicted to win much. I would say about halfway through the season. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden they find themselves in a in a battle to get a Champions League spot. They find themselves in the FA Cup final. Great defense, amassing all types of points. Champions League final, beating Real Madrid, beating Porto. Uh, wait, was it Porto? Um, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, Porto. They beat Atletico. And uh, heading to the Champions League final a week before. Was it, was it a week? Two weeks before the Champions League final. They lose the FA Cup final and they might not even get a Champions League spot in the league. <laughs> uh, what is what does that mean for like? Does that mean anything at all to them, in your opinion? I think for me, the fact that they were in the conversation for that is is already enough, and I think that's enough for them to hang their hat on. You know, because like you said at the beginning of the season, or maybe you know halfway through, that looked bleak. It looked bleak for them. They were kind of like in a similar position to Arsenal. Um, I think the signs are encouraging. I still think there's certain. You know, even as deep as the squad is, there's still certain areas on the pitch they can improve, uh, especially at the striker position. I think with with a proper sure. nine, yeah, uh, we could be talking about them being the best team in England, possibly. Um, oh, or really? at least up there. Yeah, I think that's all they're missing. They have the proper manager, and with with you know five months of work, four months. Whatever. They have a great manager, sure. You know, I but I think mm. this season, even if they don't win the trophy, as long as they get into a Champions League spot, I think it's a success. Oh, wow. I mean, given where they were, you know. Yeah, I know. Champions League is, is kind of an achievement. We talked about that last time. Uh, but I think they should aspire for more, no? Yeah, but, I, I, you know, I would need a full season from Tuchel, you know. So that's two FA Cup losses, finals in a row yeah. for them. And due to COVID last season, uh, it's in less than a year. Um, mean anything? Uh, you know, it's it's hard for me to say because I feel like every team goes through it, right? So, I mean, some teams have benefited during COVID or, you know, have, have actually, you know, shown out and others haven't. But I struggle to to attribute it to that. You know, I think I think Chelsea are just lucky to be there at this point, you know? Okay, now, more significantly, uh, after, uh, was it yesterday's match? Yeah, after yesterday's match with Leicester in the, for the league, um, in the league, their leading goal scorer is Jorginho. Yeah, I saw the hey you seven goals. That. Yeah, uh, all penalties. Does what does that mean? Yeah, and that's what I'm. I think that's the biggest issue. They and this goes with a lot of teams. To be fair, you know, City don't have an an out and out great goal scorer right now. But um, you know, from Chelsea's perspective, they've had the chances. They've had plenty of chances. I think Werner 
has bottled too many chances for me. I, I, and I don't know. I, I see what he does besides goal scoring, but I think, you know, Tuchel does have a long leash with him. And I feel like Pulisic is more is more clinical and, and is more able to finish some of those chances. And he doesn't quite get the same the same amount of minutes. So I think that's something to look into. And I feel like that's an area they can improve, play Pulisic more. Obviously, I'm a U.S. fan. I'm a homer for that. But every time I've seen Pulisic on the ball and in big games even, good things have happened for them. And I, I think Werner has eaten a lot of the goals they should have gotten. And maybe that you know leads to silverware in some sense. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, and speaking of silverware, uh, Schmeichel had a great-ass game. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> he had, I think, at least three, three for sure goals yeah uh saved he's really um, good man yeah kind of underrated in a way yeah yeah because you know doesn't play for a big country um you know play not the biggest club obviously he lives in the kind of in the shadow of his dad who was you know one of the best keepers in, in the prem for united yeah 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 i mean i'd even probably say he's probably top five all time maybe i mean i'd have to really look at the list but he's really good um but yeah, it's nice to see that he's kind of amassing silverware now. You know, has a Prem, yeah, yeah, FA yeah. Cup, Prem and FA Cup, and he's uh, not that old either. You know, I, I've downplayed the FA Cup in the last episodes, and uh, that that really is significant. Yeah, you know, well, even uh, especially for clubs like Leicester too. You know, yeah, who've never won it, right? They had never. Yeah, won it. that's their first one ever, and they dedicated to Vishai. You know their owner that passed in the tragic helicopter ex- accident. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment, and you know I'm happy for Lester. Uh, you know I'm, it was nice to see Brendan Rodgers uh, enjoy that moment as well. Yeah, um, Brendan Rodgers joins uh, Alex Ferguson as the only managers to win the FA Cup in England and Scotland. <laughs> obviously, uh, obviously Fergie's got a ton more <laughs> silverware as far as FA Cup, and I think even a few more uh, Scottish ones, but. Yeah. That's fucking significant, man. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is pretty consistently a good manager. We have we have a lot of these managers. They kind of get uh, revolved around, thrown thrown from club to club, um, like Roy Hodgson, uh, Sam Allardyce. Uh, you know the the list goes on for for uh, uh, coaches from from the Prem, but he's done pretty well. For Liverpool and then Leicester. Yeah, yeah. So, you know the man. The man's uh, he's getting better. I think. Yeah, I mean he's learned. He's learned a lot, and he's not like terribly old. I feel like you know from his days in Liverpool, he was kind of young. He was still, you know, kind of learning. I, I think he's won it. A lot. I know he was close. Yeah, man. I, I mean, won it. To be fair, he had a really good squad that year, man. Like fuck. If you look back now, it's like shit, dude. He really had Suarez, Coutinho. Yeah. You know, even though aging Gerard is still pretty good, you know, I mean, they had a, a nice squad. Um, they were one slip away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so close. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure he's going to be in the Prem well, for as long as he wants to, but for sure, like the next decade, you know. You know, whether it's, it's with Leicester or another club, you know, I think he, he's shown us that he's capable of, you know, coaching there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think... Uh, you know, maybe in a season or two, the bigger clubs are going to give him another chance. Yeah, I think so. It's possible. You know, it's going to depend on vacancies. Oh, of course. I could see him going which, to like Tottenham, which is always going to yeah be a thing. Uh, well, Tottenham was a rumor, right? I remember that. And then yeah. they 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 shut it down just a couple weeks ago. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on from that, 
Oh, Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah, speaking of Tottenham. Speaking of the Spurs, uh, fuck, man. How do you feel about the rumors of surrounding Harry Kane? <laughs> it's funny. I just want to quickly bring it back, too, because I remember in Pep's first season as, as, a, as a city manager, he caught a lot of flack because when he was referring to, to Tottenham, he didn't call them by name. He's like, uh, he, he just snapped his fingers. He's like, uh, the Harry Kane team. Like, and just like, he like basically reduced the whole team to Harry Kane. But was he wrong though? I don't, I don't think he was, man. Cause this, this is the thing that Harry Kane has done so much for that club year in, year out and put the team on his back and he wants to leave now. And I think he's earned the right. He's given the club everything. And when was that? The 2017, 16 season? Or yeah, it might've been 16. Yeah. 15, and, 16? and then the next week he apologized. He's like, guys, I'm not. And then, you know, he apologized to Pochettino as well. Because he was coaching then. But, um, you know, he's rumored to go to a lot of big clubs. I've seen United thrown around. I've seen Chelsea. I've seen City. All teams in England, which is interesting. Uh, I think any team that, that gets him is, is immediately a better team. He can just do so much. Well, any team that can afford him oh, well, uh, should go for him. Yeah, and that's, that's the question. Like, how, how much is he going to go for? Uh, today, there's reports that Levy said, I don't plan on selling him. So that means if he does sell him, it's going to be very costly. So... Ah, a buck fifty. Yeah, at least, man. And and that sounds crazy. I don't think he's worth that, by the way. I think he's worth one twenty, maybe. Um, you know, given his his track record of injuries. That's and, a twenty and fifteen player. Yeah, yeah. On 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 Tottenham, at least. You know, I don't know if if that would be the case on a well distributed team like a lot of the big clubs are. That's the thing that Tottenham is very centric around Kane and Son, Kane and Son. So his numbers are a bit inflated. But, you know, the thing about Harry Kane is he doesn't play with his food much, you know, so it, it goes both ways. It's clinical. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see where he goes, if he goes. Clearly, well, he, he, he wants to. Well, there's strong ties, right? Yeah. And you don't want to. Oh, well, with City? Yeah. Uh, listen, it's just a, the price really is off-putting. But uh, you can't, you know, you get Harry Kane on your team, you're immediately a fan of his. Um, I just... I'd prefer we go another route, you know, but I wouldn't exactly be upset. We, we've been really needing a, a number nine, so I think he's the best English number nine. He's the best number nine, point blank, in, in the Prem, you know, for me. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, yeah and, and he can <laughs> yeah. even play as a 10, sort of, so I think he has the facilities to work deep. in a pep system. He can like, pass. Yeah. He can take a set piece. You compare him to, to Haaland, I think he's a little bit more technical even. He's yeah. more complete than Haaland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his playmaking abilities alone makes him better than Haaland. Haaland, I think, would be super lethal. I mean, he'd still be really good at City, I think, but I think he'd be even more lethal at a counterattacking team, you know, a team that is kind of defensive and just throws the ball up to him because he's such a, a unit, hard to, you know, knock off the ball. Yeah, when he gets that head of steam. Yeah. It's kind of like LeBron. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, you know, Lukaku type, you know, guys who can really use their frame. Um, yeah, just thinking back to that goal he scored in the, in the DFB Pokal final against Upamecano, like, just manhandled him, you know. It's pretty crazy. But, yeah, sticking to Kane, I mean, I've seen him rumored to United. I don't know how, how you'd feel about that. Uh, United, uh, as far as strikers go, it's not the most pressing uh, issue. Right. Um, Cavani's been playing well. Cavani's been playing so good. Yeah, he, he scored a banger just yesterday. Um, again, Kane makes any team better. Yeah. Imagine him linking up with uh, with Bruno, Rashford. Yeah. You know those guys. 
of course he's he's going to do good but it, you know it's it's not the most pressing issue that united have for them to splurge that much um but if they did hey they they'd surely be a title contender oh yeah I mean, well, they're only I mean, in second I, place now. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they are as it is, you know. Um, I think for United, it's, it's more of a managerial thing. Although, you know, they're 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 hanging in there. Yeah. Ma- managerial and also maybe, like, a midfielder or center back away. A uh, defensive mid, a center back, and a, and a wing. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. You, you'd, probably pre- you'd probably prefer to go for Sancho instead of Kane. Sure. It, you know, just for the sake of a winger, I'd say. I, I'm just trying to put my head in, in like, a United I, You know who I would like for uh, United as a center mid, like a defensive mid? Uh, Kessier from uh, oh, AC Milan. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, that's that's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Um, I would solid. not mind that at all. Yeah, and then, like, that's that's a player that's good for years to come. Like, he's heading into his prime now. So, you know, proven at a top level. We'll see, man. Um, as for Kane, I really have no way of telling you where he's gonna go. There's just there's so many options, and the the money is very off putting. If I'm honest, like I just don't see any team paying that much for one player, especially after COVID and stuff. But there are certain teams that have it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. And uh, if he's gonna voice his displeasure with the club, if he wants to leave, I think you should let him leave. He's done. He's done what he can. <laughs> Yeah. And and with the money that you get from him, especially if you're a team that suffered a lot of losses, like Tottenham has with their stadium, without being able to to fill the to fill the stands with fans. I mean, they're charging the highest prices as it is for a good reason. Yeah. Um, take what you can for the best player in the Prem, uh, player of the year, I guess, and distribute it amongst two, three quality players. I th- I think you can do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Obviously, for them, I think their biggest question mark is going to be who who they employ as manager going forward. Yeah, so and we'll see. and uh, I don't know. Tottenham probably. Yeah, they're they're not known for their uh, recruitment and. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best. They're they're up and down with with the players that they sign, so it's it's going to be a tall order for them to to fill the the gap that Harry Kane's going to leave. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Anything else to say about that? No, no. I, I mean, right now it's also preliminary, you know. They asked Pep about him in the press conference leading to the Brighton game, and he he didn't even want to comment, you know. I think I think we'll start to see more movement and activity as soon as the league's done. And right, uh, apparently he wants to get a deal sorted out before the Euros. Don't I don't know if that's going to happen. It would have to be fast-tracked, but we'll see. Well, I, I think it's simple. Do you want Kane? Yeah. Kane. Well, you know what price it is. I think they're they're gonna try to haggle though, like I think well any team who tries to go for him because well you never go for the first you yeah. know offer or price or whatever yeah. you know yeah um, it's yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting uh, the but we're starting to see a lot of you know managers leaving their posts or talking about leaving and rumors and all that uh, for example we just talked about Zidane talked about Kuman leaving uh Roy Hodgson stepped down from manager I think he's retiring even yeah um yeah about time <laughs> yeah. yeah Mourinho is going to Roma uh the relegation battling coaches we don't know what, what's going to happen with them yeah it's hard to tell uh so so yeah um it, it, it's 
kind of weird season now. But speaking of Euros, I think two notable things happened since we've spoken. I think the main one is uh, France. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, France right. is involved in both. Right, right. Well, oh, well, I know one of them. Ben, you're talking about Benz, right? I big, think that's the biggest one. Big Benz, man. Yeah. He's getting the call up and he's happy about it. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm, I'm happy for him in a way. But, like, I already told you my feelings on that. I I, prob- I personally wouldn't take the call-up, but I could see why he would take it, you know? Um, I think, especially with European players, it's... I mean, players in general, they love playing for their country. That's, like, where even the casuals tap in, so they love to put on. But myself, like, like Deschamps, you made me miss out on the World Cup, you know? You yeah. made me miss out on the best years of my life. Not only the, the World Cup, but a few Euros that, you know... I, I don't know. I personally wouldn't go at the age of 33. I would maybe say thank you, but it's a bit too late for that. But good on him, and I hope he can get silverware and, and get some trophies with, with France because on his day, he was one of the best players. You know what's interesting, though? And obviously, Giroud's been there longer and played more games. Giroud has a better uh, you know track record statistically than Ben, so that's always interesting. So it's like, who's really the go-kart, you know? or the oh, Track record right. as far as what? Um, you know... Uh, Goal contributions per, per per 90 or whatever it was. Like, he has better stats is what I'm trying to allude to. Per 90? Seen it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just per match in general. Like, he has more goals. Career-wise? For, or, for France. Oh, for France. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not yet. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. But I'm saying, like, those could have been Ben's stats, and that could have been Ben's holding up the trophy. Oh, the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, it, he would it, it rubs me the wrong way. Would, would we look at Ben's differently if he has a World Cup under his name? I think slightly. It's just another thing you can give him an edge on, you know? Like, Uh, would he be considered top 10 strikers of all time? I think so. Would he be in the mix of, like, some of the best? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you see, like, Miroslav Klos, for example, he won one, and he's glorified. I think Benz is much better than him. It would would only elevate his, his, uh, you know, his reputation. He already has, like, so many Champions Leagues. A f- you know, a few league titles. You know, I, it would be a nice trophy to have, you know. And I, I, I'm kind of gutted for him that he didn't get that opportunity. And I, it's kind of hard for me to be hard on Deschamps on that because I don't know if it was ultimately his decision. But I just don't I don't like his decision-making when it comes to call-ups and, uh, you know, a few other things. Well, yeah, I mean, speaking of, of that, uh, another player, uh, uh, I'm Eric Laporte. Yeah. Who's been on the sideline for for France and uh, for for one portion it was due to injury, but he never really got the call up for, for yeah, France. Yeah. You know the moment he was about to get a call up, he got injured and then he yeah. never saw a call up again. And I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but I think he's he is the best French center back. I mean, they're starting Kim Pembe, who I don't think I think Laporte's better. Uh, Varane is the only guy in his prime that I'd put ahead of Laporte but currently like I think they're pretty level it's just like ah man like he is disrespect you know yeah, I remember so. they, they took Rami like I don't know if you remember Rami is like a random ass center back they took I don't and and I'm like bro you're taking Rami instead of Laporte Laporte can also play left back too he's versatile he's lefty like I don't know but um you know good for Laporte man I, I'm glad because he's gonna definitely get a lot of PT with Spain Especially even if they go into a, a back five, he can play either left or, you know, center. It doesn't matter. I think it's going to be brilliant. There's a lot of talk that him and uh, Pau Torres can't yeah. work because they're both left-footed. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, that they're talking about I going to a I five. I think that's 
I think that's kind of stupid. Yeah, I they're, mean they're both top center backs. They'll they'll fucking work it out. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, they're saying like you know Pau Torres, Eric Garcia, and, and Laporte in, in the back three, and then you know wing backs. So I mean I don't know. I think right now Spain is gonna have a really good uh, resurgence with some of the youth they have coming through. I think Ferran sure. Torres has the potential to be the, like the guy for them. You know going forward in terms of attack. I haven't seen an attacker with that kind of, you know, prowess since, like, David Villa. Well, he's clinical. Raul, yeah, exactly. Above everything else, he's so clinical. He's clinical. And he scored quick. a nice goal on the weekend, oh, too. Oh, man, brilliant goal. Yeah, that was a nice one. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, happy for Laporte. And I think it'll, it'll be funny to see him ball out and then France to feel some type of way about him. Or Deschamps, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um I think now it's just a race of who 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 he plays for at first, because he's not technically uh, married to, to to Spain just yet. He got the the passport or the citizenship. Yeah. But if France gives him a chance and he says, "All right, I'm gonna go with them," then it'll <laughs> uh, be crazy if he actually does do it. You know, I mean, respect. I don't know. I th- I think he does feel a little bit more allegiance towards France. Um, despite well, he's him, French. Yeah. He's French, but grew up in Spain, though, you know, uh, in the Bilbao Academy. But, you know, the Basque country is a, is a hybrid of both cultures, so it's really hard to tell. But Well, it, the only reason why he has Basque heritage is because I think one of his grandparents is half. Mm-hmm. And his whole other family is for France. But Fran- you hear yeah. him speak, and he has a total Spanish accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's strange. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. There's like a few players like that. Like Teo Hernandez is another guy. He's like on the fringe of like half Spaniard, half French. So it's pretty. It's quite common actually, and you know I'll, it'll be interesting to see what, how that pans out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, the, that's that's it for the national team news. It's just kind of kind of random to throw in there. Um, anything else that we missed out on right now? Um. Not, no, not not in particular. Oh, look, let's see. Mikel Antonio. Mikel Antonio, man. That's not a foul. You're stronger than that, man. Just a terrible touch. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I can't think of anything. I think that's a... Oh. Oh, Ricey. Declan Rice. My goodness. No. He did not. He got an Olympico. <laughs> I know, right? They just glossed over that like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even replay it. What the shit? Um, yeah, so we're in the last weeks, man. Um, fuck. It's kind of... It's cool. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here now, but fuck, man. I, I'm, I already miss it. Yes. Yeah, I do because I'm watching the Prem and I... Although I did get upset at this week's game. <laughs> uh, for for the officiating, but there's nothing there's nothing in it anymore. It's just really like, you know, just to go through the motions. It's kind of like practice. Although I am looking forward to the next city match because they get to you know lift the trophy up in front of a portion of the fans. So that's gonna be nice. Um, and that's actually a, a breath of fresh air, by the way, to see fans. This was like the first weekend we started to see a lot of fans back at the Premier League matches. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, and well, Sheikh Mansour uh, is gonna pay for the traveling for the fans of the of yeah. the club. Uh, how does that work? Do you, did you? I did actually end up looking into it a bit. It's like all the fans that are gonna purchase the city section, you know, seats. He's gonna be providing like the the you know the the money for the purchase of the tickets. You know, everything else will have to be taken care of in terms of transit, hotels, whatever. But I thought it was you know a classy gesture from him. 
obviously for him it's a drop in the pond though you know like you know just to look at it from that side but uh i think you know that's that's uh for for the city fans that get to see the first champions league appearance that's a blessing you know that's so dope hell yeah ah uh, man there were some guys on reddit that were talking about how uh they're part of the club so yeah. they're just hoping that they it's like a raffle basically oh yeah yeah it's yeah. a draw so they're hoping that they get their tickets selected so they can go yeah it's pretty dope yeah it's pretty cool man honestly and there was people wait. that went to the to the last uh, manchester united game yeah where uh mctominay had a similar goal to cavani yeah and that was the last game they went to and then their first game back was the one that cavani scored that banger oh that's funny yeah man. similar goals huh yeah damn but, that feels like ages but ago. yeah it's it, it adds so much more life because when you watch it on tv they have like this this playback of uh like a fake crowd right like fake crowd noise but but when you see the 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 chants yeah as they are now and then the players run to the corner and the fans are just screaming and they even jump into it i'm like hold on like are they allowed to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway uh it's still cool to see and uh the players love it obviously yeah, and yeah. they live for that. Um, it was pretty funny in the Chelsea match, though. Uh, Werner was getting quite a few boos for like his misses and shit. Yeah. And, like you know, maybe that's what he needs, bro. <laughs> maybe. Like a kick up the ass. Yeah, because he hasn't. He hasn't been. Uh, you're right. He hasn't had that abuse. Yeah, I think that does bring out another level in in any athlete, really. Maybe. Well, we don't know if it'll bring him up or down. Yeah, some players do crumble. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to the uh, league uh, reviews, and we'll talk about the the, the previews, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. All right, so we'll start from Thursday, uh, May 13th. Aston Villa hosting Everton. Nil-nil. Ah, boring match. Dull. Uh, Aston Villa sucks since probably uh, December of 2020. Yeah. Uh, and Everton sucks since September of 2020. <laughs> yeah, they've been on and off. I mean, they'll have they had a, a really hot start and then just dwindled off, kind of like Tottenham. Uh, not not even. I, I think they fizzled out even before that. Cause Slightly had, before, yeah. They had that good start, and then we kind of lived. We gave them the credit off that off that promise, and then nothing happened. They were so inconsistent. They couldn't put two or three wins together again. And here we are talking about them in uh, what place? They're in eighth place. Yeah. That Everton's going to Everton. That's like that's standard for them, really. You know, anywhere from eighth to sixth, eighth to sixth, sometimes even ten, sometimes maybe five if they're lucky. They just never break through that purgatory, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're. This is fucked up to say because they've stayed in the prem for however long. I don't know if they've been demoted uh, in a very long time, but they're a mediocre club. Yeah. They invest well sometimes. Uh, they look good. You, there's a lot of promise. And uh, and then it turns into nothing. Oh, wow. And we were, we were actually talking about this before we started recording. Oh, Phillips is number 47 too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Phillips. Yeah. How about that? Maybe the most promising... Nah. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about this before, that uh, Everton had a really good team probably in the 2011-12, where they had a really good core with um, Jagielka, um, 
Tim Howard, I think, was still there. Yeah, Tim Howard, Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines. Uh, Ross Barkley was breaking on. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Marias, um, uh, Stephen Pienaar. And uh, <laughs> and then they did fuck all with it. That was their... Well, the, you know, it's crazy. Like, those days, they were actually, like, in Europa, at least. You know, they were decent. Um, and then since then, I, I just don't think they've found the right manager since then and the players that the good players they had they got rid of we forget Lukaku was a, a menace for them true yeah yeah Man, that's true he was really good I, I wanted City to go in for him I, I remember these days it was way back but I mean uh, you know I think regardless of all that they still have a very big fan base they're one of the more popular clubs in, in England up the toffees you know obviously they're, they'll always kind of be second fiddle to, to Liverpool though in Merseyside but I think they'll they'll always be like the a mainstay. They're kind of like for me like they're kind of like the the Nuggets almost like they could be shit some some years, but they're almost always in the playoffs even if it's a fringe team. And they're never gonna do anything. Uh, as of late, sure. they're a much better team though. The Nuggets, ob- obviously off topic, but yeah, um, yeah, man. Everton, I really thought they were gonna make a step forward this year, but with Ancelotti, clearly they they need they need to fill in some of those gaps. Yeah, and I can't really tell you what it is. Calvert-Lewin started so hot. The first half of the season, yeah, he wouldn't miss. He was scoring every game. And then the second half of the season... I, He's still scoring, but like every third game, you know. Yeah, here and there. And it wasn't like the beginning of the season where, where he's gotten the bulk of his goals. I don't really remember talking about Calvert-Lewin all that much uh, in the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I thought he was... If he kept it up, he would have been ready for a big move uh, because that's just how football is. You know, you, yeah. you have a great season, and uh, a lot of that promise has fizzled out, and I think he's going to stay with, uh, with with Everton for uh, at least another year. And Richarlison, as much promise as he has, you know, we talk so high about him, but again, he fails to show up too. Yeah. In a very In a very uh, – in a league that has a lot of good wingers too. He hasn't really – yeah shown out yeah he's a maybe it's a system thing because all the players you're mentioning they're good players but they're not playing good for everton the best player is sigurdsson still oh well yeah sigurdsson man (laughs) underrated i i've said this before i think erickson is better but he's very similar to him in terms of like the skill set he has erickson light yeah definitely um you know but Everton, I, I'll be interested to see what moves they make in the in the summer because they have money. They have money to spend. I think if if they're able to use it wisely, I think they they can be one of the most improved teams in England. But you know, we'll have to see how that. Pans That's up. if the board decides to give Ancelotti another run. Yeah, I think they will. I think they'll they'll give him one more year. What's what's Ancelotti known for? Uh, for this is the thing for me. His his coaching style is kind of pragmatic. Um. Not as much as Jose Mourinho, but uh, very known for his militant defensive style, very counterattacking based. And I think um, maybe, I don't know if it's the midfield. I really can't put my finger on it, you know. I don't know what it is, but currently he's, he's been having, you know, trouble beating the top sides, you know, even beating some of the smaller sides. As accomplished as he is, uh, his last seasons as a manager have been very underwhelming. Yeah, uh, with uh, Napoli, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and this year with Everton, Everton they don't really have an identity, uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. 
I think I think being fluid in your tactics and your approach to the game can be a plus uh, with teams like Manchester United, who were one of the better teams. Um, not always entertaining and not always effective, but you know they they're they're fluid in, in they're the way that they play. Too. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know they're able to get away with it because they do have a lot of talent. I, I think Everton's problem is that they settled for a lot of B level talent. Yeah, I don't know if they have any A level talent on their team. They have potential, like they have like fringe A level, you know, like Richarlison, Calvert Lewin. You think you think Richarlison's fringe A level? Yeah, yeah, I think with really? the, with the right players. I mean, I, I think he's 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 almost there. I think like my point is, if you put him on on a on a better team, I think he does bits. I don't think currently where he's at. Do you do you think okay? Do you think he deserves to play on a bigger team? Um, I don't. Uh, it's really hard to say, man. I I don't know if deserve would be the right thing because there's other players like like Harry Kane, and this is not saying Tottenham isn't a big team, but they're medium sized right now. They're yeah. not an A team. No, no, they're not A. No, but they're they're on the fringe of it. But I think like Harry Kane has clearly proven that he deserves to be at a top four side. Clearly, but yeah, Richardson uh, is not too can, far. He walks into any team in the world. Yeah, like it's it's hard. there's not many players that can show that kind of class at a shit club. And then even not Everton is not shit, but they're kind of around there. They're a B team. Let's be honest. Yeah, but they have um, some potential there. Um, you know, I if, don't even know if if he walks onto Tottenham. Uh, I I think you're not going to displace Son. No, no, not Son. But I think he, that just goes to show that uh, as good as Richarlison can be, uh, he's he's got a lot of work to do. How old is he? Do you know? No, no, I don't. If I were to guess, he's probably like 24, 25. Uh, but, um, you know, Should he's... be getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to shit on him. 24. <laughs> you're right. 24. Yeah. Uh, but he had a lot of promise coming into the last two, three years. And I don't think he's really uh, lived up to it. Yeah. I mean... There's a Brazilian factor, too. They, they get a lot of pressure. I think it's like I said, it's a system thing too. Though, like he's not in a position to to really succeed like that. But you know, there's certain players that have it at whatever team they're at. You know, I I think to like I mean, Mane when he was at Southampton, he was still you know playing really well. I mean, you look at Danny Ings even like yeah, as shit as as a team he's on right now, he's still scoring. Sometimes yeah, often. sometimes you just need the right opportunity. Yeah, even though you. But yeah, there, there's been a lot of signings where you're like, what the fuck? Like, why did they get that guy? Like, Modric going to Real Madrid. I get that, sure. So I'll give you that benefit of the doubt. Could be possible, yeah. We'll have to see, though. But, yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, I guess moving on to the next match, though, since this was a, a nil-nil, pretty boring. Uh, Liverpool get the better of United, 4-2. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of a meaningless game for United because they're going to retain top four no matter what. I think they're definitely more, you know, kind of looking towards Europa. But for Liverpool, it was a meaningful game, and they approached it like so. They're trying to get a spot in, you know, with the big boys. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, you know, another another good game for, you know, the typical the typical criminals. Uh, do you think, do you think, uh, do you think Jota is an A-level striker? No, I don't think he is. That's actually a really good example of a player who wasn't doing bits at Wolves. He was okay. He was good. He wasn't, like, a stat merchant. But he went to Liverpool, and he's looking a little better. I don't think he's that great, though, by the way. Really? I think I think he's good. I think he's good, but, like, ah, like, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, Son, he's not there yet, like, that level. 
but Son has more of a case than Jota. But Jota has... I'm not really into the whole fucking per 90 and all that, but if I were to guess, his minutes played versus his... his oh, um, yeah. Well, his goal scoring yeah. tally is uh, it's pr- it's a pretty good uh yeah pretty good ratio. It's kind of like Ferran too though, you know, like Ferran hardly plays but when he plays, bro, he he does bits. So I think Jota is is, you know, it's tough to play in a team where Salah's there, Mane's there, Firmino, established players. It's going to be hard to break in. But um I think he can improve and this is like only his second or third season in England, so I think he'll improve, and I think he's solid. But right now, today, I think he still has. His off the ball movement is pretty elite, though. Oh yeah, I he mean, finds himself in really good position. You know, they they hustle, they hustle for their shit. Yeah, he's undersized, so he's not going to really body you and, and set pieces and stuff. Yeah. So that's to his detriment, but his his nose for goal is is pretty top notch, man. Yeah. Does does Podense do bits at a bigger club, or? I don't think Podense is that good, man. I. Uh, <sighs> He, I think he had one good game that I can point to this season, uh, probably in the first month or so. <laughs> Honestly, and his best game, I think, was against City. Like, what? like the first half of the season. I remember he megged De Bruyne and shit, and he was just doing bits. There was one game where he was fucking unplayable. Oh, and he had season. a badass goal, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, <laughs> he just, we were just hoping Wolves, that he... though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Wolves suck. And they, the loss of Jimenez was big, because mm-hmm. him, and, him and Jota were... Him and Jota and Traore last season were fucking magic. Yeah, if you reduce the Wolves to just two focal points, they're not that good. When they had the three, like you said, Jimenez, Jota, Traore. This and year even Neto had a, had a piece of oh, that, right? Pedro Neto is the best player at Wolves, in my opinion. This season. Yeah, and I think going forward, I mean, that now that's a guy that has A-list potential. Potential, yeah. Because he's lefty, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a rarity. There's not too many guys like that. He's tough to, 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 uh, to dis... Um, Dispossess, yeah, um, bag of tricks in this arsenal, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's tricky, uh, kind of short, but yeah. you know that that's that's the, the, that's kind of in the now. Premier League isn't really what he used it's, to be. It, like you remember how they would talk about Premier League, like even fucking six seven years ago, where there's oh it's the most physical league. And it's stuff. a rugged it's, league. Yeah, it's not really. That's not really football. Not these really. Days. Uh, yeah, not these days. You um, know, before everybody wanted an Andy Carroll type build, you know. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like now everybody wants like a nice little Spanish wizard. Does P- does Peter Crouch succeed these days? Uh, at clubs like West Brom, yeah, or like Burnley. No, I mean, but is he considered uh, like because he's Liverpool? Oh yeah, level. Yeah. Is he considered that this like these days? Not Liverpool these days. No, Liverpool back then. Yeah. Of course. But, I but mean, that was the game. Yeah, that was the game, and he was like just a beast at set pieces. You know, obviously with that height. Great finishing. Great finisher. Uh, you know, a good hold up play too. You know, a skinny guy, but was pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough to mug a guy that tall off. Yeah. But um, anyway, anyway, back to the United uh, Liverpool game. Uh, Liverpool opened. I mean, uh, United opened up the the scoring tally, but ah man. Liverpool just wanted it more. They they really want to qualify for Champions League. Yeah, they really do, and it would mean the FSG world probably sat them down. They're, they're like, like, yeah, this means this for our quota and shit. You guys, we need money. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get Super League. He's like, we I need- don't care, man. You guys need to grind it out. Uh, listen, I need you guys putting in an hour or two of, e- of overtime every day. And- Mom, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And Saturday, I need, I need you guys to come in for a few hours. Uh, we really need to hammer out these. <laughs> uh, nah, but yeah, bro. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. That's from a business perspective, you know, investment. Yeah, they're they're definitely gonna want to make that. Um, and, and side note, because uh, Jota started, mm. and Mane didn't, mm. and Mane was bothered, yeah. right? Oh yeah, that was the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the game, uh, Klopp was giving props to all his players, and he was trying to dap up uh, Mane, and Mane wasn't having it. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck off." He's like, "Nah, you didn't start me." Like, dude, you've played a shit ass season. Yeah. And his goal scoring record isn't terrible. Nah, but it's not what we've come to know. Yeah, because uh, the la- the was it last season or the season before where he got the golden boot? Like he tied for the golden boot. Yeah. And uh, he's nowhere near that that level. Even Salah, as many goals as he has, he's not. None of them are to the level that we know them for. Nah, man. Uh, there, there's been a pretty, pretty uh, visible decline from, from their um, front three. Uh, yeah. I think they need a. I think they need a, to uh, freshen that up. It's funny though, because it, for me, this is also like Firmino's best season. I think he's like sh- sh- uh, he shined a little bit more now that these guys have declined. Really? Um, yeah. Because there was a big portion where everyone was shitting on him pretty hard. Well, I feel like they've shat on him more in, in recent seasons for his lack of scoring. This season, he's actually scored a little more, you know, which was always a question mark for him. Like, everybody would be like, oh, so-and-so scored more than Firmino this season. And, and now this season, he's actually stepped up a bit. But, I mean, when we look at Liverpool, it's like you really have to look into them hard to even bring something positive up. You know, I mean, obviously they the, do got some good young players, though. The positive is that uh, that they're still in contention for a Champions League. Yeah, like, it's crazy that as as bad as they've been, they're still good enough to pull that out. Yeah, I and think they I have. think that's pretty impressive, man. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, honestly, I think they have. They still have a lot of key components in that team, and the most important being the manager. Um, and then the front three, even though they're kind of on the down year, they're, they're still, still they're really still solid. good. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, um, Trent Trent actually picked it up in the last few months. Um, yeah, uh, there's just been no consistency with the lineup, so it's hard to to really uh, to really get going. But they gave the work to to United, man. Yeah, uh, four to two, and uh, United they've really let up in the last few weeks. They they were doing really well and um, they're not bad but I think it's 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 kind of expected you know at this point just because with the way the table is and and like they know there's nothing to play for at this point I yeah. mean besides point points and pride but but yeah man and then and then they got to focus on Europa League final. yeah that's the big thing that's a big thing Europa but yeah man that was a decent game uh, moving on to the next match seven goal thriller uh, City play Newcastle. City, uh, they were down two to zero at one point, right? Yeah, man. Uh, you know that, that game was crazy because it was kind of unfortunate at first, but then F- Ferran, you know, obviously the best goal was the back heel volley flick, whatever you want to call it, on the set piece from Gundogan, and he just kind of sees the ball, turns and flicks it in, and it was with the intention of doing it because he immediately looked towards the goal. Brilliant goal, uh, probably goal of the month, I'd say. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, standard. City should be beating... Yeah, very Giroud-esque. Yeah, exactly. City should be beating this team. Uh, but yeah. the fact that they didn't start, you know, Ruben Diaz, John Stones, they started Garcia and Ake. It's just a... There's a level. There's a gap between those guys, man. What was that stat I sent you? Oh, yeah. With the Eric Garcia. Let me, let me read that back. Cause, Cause, uh, yeah, that was a good stat. And I, and, it, and I totally... It made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I could see that. And, and this is even considering yesterday... 
Yeah. That they lost, right, against Brighton? Right. So, as of yesterday, or today, I guess, Man City has conceded 37 of their total goals in the Prem. Has conceded 37% of their total goals in the Prem when Eric Garcia has started. Yeah. He makes too many mistakes, man. And he's only started four games. Yeah. He, he makes too many mistakes straight up, and uh, I guess it's an experience, but I, I think, uh, you know, City are, are doing good to get rid of him. Um, I think he'll still be a top player. <laughs> They're not getting rid of him, man. He wants to go. Oh, well, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, think, I think the fact that they may have told him that, hey, man, you're not going to be starting. Just want to make sure you understand that. Like, imagine being in a gray country with gray skies and not starting. And I mean, I'm sure that sucks. Going to Barca, we'll see how he does there. But overall, 4-3, you know, City expected to be Newcastle. So but I thought it was a hat-trick. Oh, the hat-trick. Let's not gloss over that. Yeah, his second hat-trick of his career. Uh, first one was against Germany with Spain, and now this is his first Premier League hat-trick. So I, I'm, I'm sure there's more to come. And it does beg the question, is he worthy of, of starting as a 9 He's great on the wings. I said that in the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. But now it's it's become, you know, now because Aguero got injured again, apparently, or has niggles, apparently. No surprise there. Jesus Christ. Uh, Man, he's not going to break Rooney's record? Well, we'll see. Uh, that pisses me off. I thought I thought he was a shoe-in to break it. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought so too, bro, but it's too good to be true. I think the the... You know the the records he has already are good enough, and he'll he'll go down his top five all time strikers. You know in the prem, but um, oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, moving on to the next match though, uh, Leeds beat Burnley four nil. Easy money, not much to say there. You know, typical typical guys Rodrigo and and Jack Harrison. Rodrigo with the brace. Um, I I'm hearing that he might not stay with them, so I'm curious to see if they're gonna go in for anybody this transfer window. He's been massive for them this season. Yeah. Uh, Jack Harrison, though, man, he's been so good for them. Yeah. He's uh, a shot for their player of the season, for sure. Yeah. Because he's, he's been consistent with scoring, playmaking. Uh, he can do it all. I, I, think, I, think, yeah. too. I, I think he's been one of their more consistent players. Um, and, uh, yeah, Leeds, Leeds are just, man, they're good. Yeah. I, I hope they don't lose too many of their players or... Any injuries for this season? I feel season? like if they do, they'll replenish wisely, though. Yeah, I see them staying up for a good while. Um, moving on from that, uh, Southampton gives it to Fulham. 3-1. to one. Don't really say that too much about Southampton this season. Yeah. But we do say that a lot about Fulham. Fulham, yeah. And uh, Fulham's getting relegated. It's, yeah, no it's, surprise. It's uh, set in stone. And um, I feel bad for them. I feel bad. I think they're a good team. I think they have good potential, but... They just weren't able to to get the results that they needed to to stay up, and um, and Southampton. So I, f- I feel like Southampton is the way that their season's gone, especially in the in the second half. They're a relegation team too, yeah. a relegation type team. So if next season if they don't get proper signings, if they don't change things up. Um, they could see themselves where, where Fulham are right now. Yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah. Um, Next match. Uh, Brighton hosting West Ham. Yeah, 1-1 draw. Yeah. Uh, 
Danny Welbeck and uh, Sa- your boy Saeed Ben Rama. Yeah, he's he's coming along. You know, it's pretty pretty cool trajectory Double for hockey him. hockey sticks. But um, yeah, following match after that, we had a. Uh, this was today. Oh, sorry, not today. This was a uh, Palace against Villa. Uh, shit, man, Benteke. Wait, you said again. today? No, no, not today, not today. Oh. Sorry, Sunday. I just forgot because they played again today too. Um, yeah, uh, Palace beats Villa, three two. Benteke and uh, and Zaha and Mitchell score for them, and McGinn and El Ghazi for Villa. Villa is not good enough without Grealish, man. You know, I kind of get tired of saying it, but it's I think just, he played. Oh, did he? I think he had like a substitute oh, appearance. Oh, yeah, this is probably his first game back. They they've eased him in. I think over the last two or three games, hmm. um, he started today, right, or right. yesterday, or whenever they play. But yeah, he he made an appearance for like twenty minutes or so. Yeah. But they're just not the same. Nah, they're they're definitely lacking in quality. And then Tottenham uh, hosting Wolves for a two-zero win. Uh, Harry Kane doing his thing. Uh, Hoybjerg getting on the scoring sheet too. I think he's, he's one of the only players that played every single minute this this season. Yeah, he's he's one of their signings of the season for sure. Yeah, he's up there. He's got to be up there. Yeah, he's solid, man. Solid player. And then Liverpool beats uh, West Brom 2-1. to one. I think, was it this one? Oh, no, it was the week before that, that uh, solidified Big Sam's. Uh, yeah, the week before, yeah. All right. But they were hard done on this one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sheffield beats Everton. Everton, we, we got a shit on them. Ah, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 1-0. Good Lord. And then Tuesday, United draws against Fulham. Um, I guess going out with a bang for Fulham, right? Right, yeah. I mean, I, I thought United were going to cruise to the fight, to the win, but, you know. Especially with that wonder goal from Cavani. Yeah, I know, man. That was, that was such a nice goal. Ariola caught, caught out, and he just... Pick the, the spot perfectly. So, a, a chip from fucking 40 yards away. Yeah. Have at it. That was so nice. The technique, too, was, like, so perfect. First game back with the fans, too. Yeah. That's Br- beautiful. Brilliant. Yeah. And you could see Cavani. Vamos! 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 And then Leeds beats uh, Southampton uh, 2-0. Patrick Bamford uh, gets on the board. Bamford, man, consistent this year too. Yeah, he's solid. He's solid. We've uh, we've seen his name uh, a whole lot this season. Um, I just hope he keeps it up. Yeah, that's, that's all for I, for Leeds' sake. I think he's yeah. I think he um he he has the potential to just be a, like a you know solid player in the prem. You know, consistently, kind of like uh, Charlie Austin, Chris Wood, Danny Ings, like that level. You know, um, you, you think he's at that level? Yeah, maybe slightly better, but I also, like, remember he does take penalties for them. Oh, does he? Yeah, but, you know, even then, I, I still think he has potential to maybe one day challenge for a spot on the England roster. But currently, I still have Kane, and, and you know, I even have Calvert-Lewin still ahead of him. <sighs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but he's at 16 goals this season. That's not bad, you know. And yeah. to be fair, Leeds do score a lot, you know. So he's he's able to reap the benefits there. Yeah, yeah, they they have a really interesting style. Yeah. Um, so moving on from that, uh, Brighton beats us Manchester City three to two. Yeah. Um, Manchester City is just kind of going through the motions right now, getting ready for the uh, Champions League final. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they haven't been all that great the last few weeks um, with the FA Cup uh, f- f- um, 
loss. Um, they did win the Carabao Cup more recently. Yeah. But you know, it's been kind of up and down. They're really just maintaining. Really, they don't have anything to play for in the league as it stands. Right. I, I guess it's just pride at this moment. Yeah, yeah, pride, you know, stats. Uh, you know, good, good win for Brighton. It meant a lot to them. But, you know, I will say that shitty game from the officials just... <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to get into it because there was a lot of separate instances, but, you know, from non-penalty calls well, to I don't red think, cards. I don't think the Joao Cancelo foul was a red card. Yeah. You, that, give it, you give it a yellow just because of the circumstances and the situation. Right. Uh, but Welbeck hooks uh, Cancelo's arm fucking like uh, like James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was a two-way foul, you know? Like, yeah. It's a, it's a no-call or a call and just play on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the foul that was ignored... Uh, on Gundogan. Oh yeah, that was criminal. That yeah, right on his knee, brother. Right on his knee, cleat to the knee, and I mean the ref was hes- hesitant to even give a yellow on that. But you know, fair play. Did you that know. go to VAR? No, it didn't. It didn't. Fucking hell. You know what's crazy? That City were up two nil. Um, you know, with ten men, they start playing with ten men at the tenth minute mark. So I was always worried that the players were gonna get injured because they're overworking, overcompensating. And I, for a second, I was like, man, we're going to win this. And then, you know, in the second half, Brighton really turned it up. So respect to them. But, yeah, the officiating was rubbish. Rubbish. For for a league of this level, not good enough. But thankfully, at this point, it, like you said, it's irrelevant for City. But I'd be super heated if we were still, like, in title contention, like, you know, Madrid and, <laughs> yeah. and Barca were. You know, that's fucked that, man. Yeah. Um, oh, before we uh, stop talking about uh, City yeah. for a quick second. Can we uh, can we talk about uh, the the pep video of uh, "Don't Look Back in Anger"? Oh yeah, that that's just bloody brilliant, man. And so And oh, uh, man. Pep didn't know the words, but fuck it, man. He was singing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. With the stogie. With the st- uh, fat stogie, you know, fat Cubano and. <laughs> You know, it's just vibes. You see the beers in the back. You know, everybody's fucking just off their ass. Yeah. But man. don't look back in anger. But it, he did have a, a little bit of a altercation with uh, Graham Potter. After the match, yeah, he did. That he did. Um, I don't know what that stemmed from. And they asked him in the press conference. And he's like, I don't talk about that on the press. I, I, tell, I tell a man straight to his face and leave it at that. I was like, respect. I think it had to do with the way Brighton played against us. They played very dirty. They were like, you know, like hard, hard you know, and I get that. But, you know, that pisses off Pep because that puts us in a tough position for the final. Gundogan had to come off early, had to get some medical. He's not, he's not injured, though, is he? I don't think so. I think it's just a knock. But, you know, it's plays that happen when you, when you kind of get a little too aggressive. How important is he for that final? Good Lord. That yeah. would be so tough. But you know what's interesting? Kante also got injured in the next game against he did. Leicester. He did. It wasn't terrible, but similar degrees. Two very important midfielders, so we'll see how that plays into the into the game. Um, but yeah, let's move on into that. Chelsea and Leicester Look rematch. Look at that. Burnley backing up Liverpool. Ah. Liverpool defending with numbers. Yeah, that's uh, Liverpool that's ironic. looking like Burnley. Wow. What a ball that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Chelsea are able to get revenge on Leicester after uh, you know Amarty throws the Chelsea the pennant. Uh, yeah, the little pennant. Uh, I love that, by the way. Uh, um, listen, man, we don't. We just won a final. Uh, you guys think you're the cock of the walk? Um, I'm gonna talk some shit. I'm gonna <laughs> talk some shit, man. Hell yeah, this is silverware, man. 
this is a fucking competition. Yeah. And uh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna try to piss you off, man. <laughs> I don't care. Ch- Chelsea are not above it. Nah, I mean, you know, I, I I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I don't care what they do, but it's it was on camera, so it's gonna always look bad. But I'm sure this this happens all the time. Like players will do some shit like that. It's Hell just yeah, it was on camera, you know. The season's pretty much over, and uh, you guys play again. Bring bring the shits. Uh, I know, <laughs> yeah, man. man. I love it. I love a little bit of shithousery. And yeah. then they got into a tiff at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice. I think this is becoming a little rivalry now between cool. them. Cool, yeah. Yeah. The Foxes and the Blues. Yeah. Um, anything that we take away from that match? No, nah, not much. I think uh, yeah, a revenge match for Chelsea. It meant more to them. I think Leicester wasn't really ours. And, and it had a Champions League implications for, for Chelsea. Yeah, so they were a little hungrier for that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, moving on from that. Uh, today, uh, Everton beat Wolves. We'll just run through these. Everton yeah. beat Wolves 1-0. Uh, Everton just doing that up and down bullshit again. Wolves take two losses in a row. Uh, Newcastle beats Sheffield. Nothing crazy there. Uh, Aston Villa beats Tottenham two to one. Yeah, uh, at, at, on the road. A bit lucky, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the game. Yeah, sometimes. but you know, Tottenham hasn't been great. No, no. They, they're they're ending off really badly when they when they really needed to turn it up. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's what happens when you fire your coach fucking three weeks, four weeks out, or a month out, whatever it, it's been. Um, Crystal Palace playing against Arsenal. Arsenal gives them a, a three to one uh, win. Yep. At the very end. Yeah, yeah. It crazy, was a tight crazy, match. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, match. Pepe has been kind of contributing a little bit more. I think, yeah, the second half of the season, he's become, you know, one of the motivating forces for them. And yeah. hopefully he can keep it up because that's what they paid for. You know, they paid a good amount of money for him. A and nice chunk of change. Yeah, he was. there's a lot of high expectations. And then Martinelli, man, coming in. Yeah. Doing his thing, I hope he gets a lot more playing time uh, next next season. I think he will. Uh, every time he's come on, man, he's just been a fucking spark. He always has, even before Arteta. Like he was always. A See, I rate player. Martinelli higher than Richarlison. Uh, you know it's hard. I mean, I think he's they're they're very similar. He's more important for Arsenal than uh, than uh, Richarlison is for Everton. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be. I just don't. I don't know if Everton is the Especially right club for potential. him. Because when I saw Richarlison at Watford, it was something special. And I remember that clearly. And, and now seeing him at Everton, it's like, fuck, it's not quite the same. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, Martinelli, I want to see what he can do consistently for 90 minutes. Can he stay healthy? Can he keep doing this? You know, I think he can, but we have to see it first. Yeah. Because I, I, I hate to just imagine it. And not He's see just it. been suffering a lot of uh, bad luck with injury as oh, well. Oh, I know. Gutted for him. And then, um, West, oh, uh, no. The game that we have on right now, Burnley uh, hosting Liverpool, three to zero. That's seven goals in two games. Yeah. That Burnley have uh, have eaten. Yep. It's not good. Not bad. And Liverpool is turning it up when they needed to, to try and get that Champions League run. Yeah. And then um, West Brom uh, hosts uh, West Ham for a two one loss. Uh, uh, goals by uh, I think Suchek and um, well scored. Fuck. Antonio and, and Ogbona. Oh, it was 3-1. 3-1, yep. Okay. Um, and that was the match week this week. And then this is the last match day. We'll just run through it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arsenal hosting Brighton. Uh, Arsenal should go out on a bang, right? Yeah, I hope they do. I'll, I'll say 2-1. Uh, yeah, not bad. 
uh, Aston Villa hosting Chelsea. Chelsea needs to win yeah. to keep their Champions League hopes alive. If Obviously, if they don't win the Champions League. I think they'll win. Uh, Villa yeah. aren't good. <laughs> they're just, they're, just they're, they're not that good. They're cheeks. Yeah, I say like three one. Fulham versus Newcastle. Ooh. Newcastle's turned it up in the last month and a half. Yeah, they they're playing much better. Joe Willock has been, uh, you know, a factor for them. Um. Yeah. Newcastle two uh, zero. Yeah. Uh, Leeds hosting West Brom. I'll take Leeds. Fucking three to zero. Yeah, me too. Uh, Leicester versus Tottenham. Fuck, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'll take Leicester though. I'll take a 1-1 win. I mean, draw. Draw. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Liverpool hosting Crystal Palace. Shit, that's a good one. You know, Liverpool have bad luck with, with, with Palace, you know, historically. Um, I'll give it to them 2-0. to zero. I'll take a 1-1 at Crystal <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, Manchester City hosting Everton. Uh, City's going to come out with their C team, right? Well, this is the thing that they're going to... This is the first game back with fans at the Etihad, and I think they're going to play really well oh okay I, I so B see team yeah B team maybe I, I think City will win hopefully the, 3-1 something like that okay the 3.0 team yeah <laughs> alright not bad and then Sheffield versus Burnley oh uh, shit match no no yeah we don't care West Ham hosting Southampton I'll take West Ham 2-1 to one. yeah and then Wolves hosting Manchester United for the final game of the Premier League season yeah, twenty twenty one, Manchester United three to one. I agree. All right, man. So that's the last game of the season. Next week we'll have our uh, team of the year. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll have different ones, I'm sure. And then uh, La Liga. Um, let's run through this one, man, because we're running short on time here. Yeah. Uh, where do we leave off on the thirteenth? Uh, Villarreal uh, beat Valladolid two to zero. Uh, Villarreal yep. with the Europa League final spot. Eibar versus Betis, uh, 1-1. Betis gets a... I think they solidified their position in Europe. Yeah. But that was like on Sunday. And Guardado scored. It's the first time a, a Mexican player assists to another Mexican player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good result. I mean, good result, good goal for Guardado. I'm always happy to see the CONCACAF players showing out, you know. Right on. And then uh, Real Madrid gives a beating to uh, Granada 4-1. Yes, sir. As they should. Alavez beats Granada on Sunday. This was like where all the teams played on Sunday. Uh, Alavez wins 4-2. Uh, Real Madrid beats Athletic Bilbao 1-0. Madrid, man, fuck. Uh, much better. The whole match. So much fucking better. But yeah. god damn it was that game. Uh, like, it's like taking, pulling teeth that, out. That was, uh, that was butt clenching the whole time. Every time uh, the they hit the post, every time they got close, they played so well. But fuck, it was so tough to score. And then, and they happened to score off a bullshit ass goal <laughs> with a Nacho. I know, yeah. From an assist of uh, Casemiro, who might be one of my players of the season for Real Madrid. I don't know. He's up there for sure. And then Atletico, fucking making it happen against Osasuna. They should win, but you know those teams are gonna make it so hard. They want to play spoiler. They're always going to be a low block. They're always just going to shit house. Yeah. Um, Atletico wins two to one, and uh, Luis Suarez, man, one of the players of the season. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, um, respect. And then Celta Vigo gives uh, Barcelona the business. Barcelona just weak in in, in their state right now. Um, yeah, two to one. They're out of the title race. 
They picked up some silverware this season, so that's some consolation. Um, yeah. And they're going to be chanting, Campion as Campion. Um, yeah. Cadiz uh, oh. hosting Elche 3-1. Uh, that was a nice goal by Ox. Uh, Ox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. 3-1. Uh, Getafe beats Levante 2-1. Um, Betis beats Huesca 1-0 to solidify their European spot. Sociedad beats Valladolid 4-1. Um, Colin David Silva. Valencia beats Abar 4-1. Abar's getting relegated, man, yeah. sadly. But at least Brian Gill scored. They they <laughs> made it seven seasons, man. That For a team that small, that's an accomplishment. Totally, totally. Um, I, I'm sure they'll be back soon. Yeah, they're they're a good team, but uh, uh, yeah, Brian Gill is gonna get poached. Yeah, and then Villarreal beats uh, Sevilla four to zero. La vaca, hat trick, she's Carlos <laughs> Vaca, man. And then um, just as a quick run through for the remaining games, Levante Cadiz. What day is that? Friday. Oh damn. Um, I'll take Cadiz. Uh, I don't think it makes any difference to them. Yeah, I'll take Cadiz as well. That's a mid-table team. Uh, and Levante doesn't show up to those. On Saturday... Uh, oh, fuck, it's Saturday? Celta Vigo be, uh, plays Al Betis. It's a good match. Not um, bad. I'll take a... I'll take a um, fuck, that's a good one. I'll take Celta Vigo. I'll take a 2-2 draw on that one. Yeah, and then Eibar versus Barcelona... Uh, means nothing. I'll take Barca, but yeah, it's meaningless. Yeah. Uh, Elche versus Bilbao. Uh, Bilbao, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, Huesca versus Valencia. I'll um, take Valencia. Valencia, yeah. Uh, one last show from Carlos Soler. Yeah. And then um, uh, Osasuna versus Sociedad. Uh, Sociedad, I guess. Yeah. Those are meaningless games. They don't yeah, have any Yeah, mostly they're just like, fuck it. But Villarreal versus Real Madrid. Real Madrid's at home. Yeah, I think I think Real Madrid will win. I like you said, it's just they're thinking about Europa. Real Madrid is driven on their, you know, what the only silverware they can get. I think they'll do everything right and they'll they'll get the dub. But my thing is, in the next match, I think Atletico will do the same against Valladolid. Yeah, although you know the margin, I think for the margin for Madrid and Villarreal, three 0 Madrid easy. I think the margin for for Atleti is gonna be a, a one nil. Standard Atletico result, you know? Um, if we win, if Real Madrid wins, I'm not going to be too upset. If we lose, it's like, wow, you really grabbed your yeah, ankles. Yeah, at that point, it's like, then, you know, Atletico is... I mean, the cool thing is that all the games are on at the same time, but it's, yeah. it's like, fuck, you know? Um, I, I would love to win and for Atletico to, to draw. And to be that, like, yeah. To draw like or to... Or, yeah, because you're, you're level on points, but for the tiebreaker... yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, that's such a tough one. I'm going to be fucking having a heart attack. <laughs> I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to see anybody. I just want to be by myself. Nine o'clock in the morning. And yeah, that that's it. And then the next games don't even fucking matter. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> Granada beats Hetafe and then Sevilla beats Alaves. But um, anything else you want to get off your chest? No, man. I'm just excited. I can't wait for these games. Uh, we'll see how how we feel next episode. <laughs> yeah It's yeah. a lot at stake Yeah Fuck Fuck um, I forgot about Simicas Oh um Did Juventus make Oh Juventus won a Cup today Oh the Coppa Italia Coppa Italia Their, their version of their, their league cup Yeah Um That's significant Yeah it's nice Cause they no. were gonna go home empty handed Yeah It's crazy Another trophy for For, for Ronaldo Another trophy 
for McKinney. <laughs> but another trophy for Ronaldo. He's just piling them on. But, you know, we'll see what happens for them. Uh, Shouts out to them. At least they get a trophy. Kind of like Barca, you know, there, something. There was a report out there or I guess a post out there that uh, um, Ronaldo was, Ronaldo's property was seen uh, transporting all his cars out of out of his house in, in Italy. That's so, a burn, yeah. So uh, can't have shit, man. People, <laughs> people just associate that. Huh. Yeah, um, but um, anything else? I feel like we're forgetting something. I always feel that way, though. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. I we 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 touched on every major thing. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, la- end of the season coming. We'll have our teams of the season. We'll we'll have some guests on that. Uh, you know, they have some strong opinions about the leagues and how everything worked out. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. Um, Europa League, Champions League is coming up. So, yeah. Yeah, top bins, top bins. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. And we'll be back. Cheers. Mwah.